0: Yo, check us out. Chuck, the public enemy?
1: Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous roof. What's up? This is DOC, the Dicky motherfucking guy. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Murray. What up, yo? This is E-Shot.
0: This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This
2: is your boy, DJ Paul KOL from 36 Blocks. Young
1: Busy Ball. Vice Warp. It's your man, Matt, mine to hell, Raid Up. Yo,
2: this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This the real Rick Ross, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Your host, and lose your soul. King of this motherfucking underground rap shit coming out of fuck with Texas. And every day I gotta eat a big bundle of white mumbling rappers up for breakfast. 25 top console pure, and I really be dumplers than a whole fucking lot of grams. A lot of these hoes be fake in the biz, and I see right through them like a motherfucking hologram. And if you want it, I can make a motherfucker back of you throw me the pistol grip. And I can really get it, hey, the hog tied up, wrap them up like a motherfucking Christmas. Mm-hmm. Smash
0: It's your boy Prez We're getting ready to close out the year with these uh, next few shows This is episode 857 You know what I'm saying, we're creeping up on that thousand Tonight we're going down to uh, Texas, man We're going to bring on a, a veteran from the, you know what I'm saying, H-Town, Missouri City scene Man, There's just a, a a real talented individual, you know what I'm saying I'm talking about Wood of the screwed up Click, man Let me bring him on right now Wood, are you there, brother?
1: Yes sir,
0: live in effect man. Welcome, welcome to the show It's a huge honor <laughs> to have you on the show For, First and foremost, how are you doing?
1: Uh, man, I'm doing blessed, man I can't complain, I'm great I'm about to
0: feel Man, real good, real good I'm alive, man <laughs> that's, a, that's a plus, you know <laughs> um, yes, sir, But this COVID shit Is crazy, you know it, It's uh, been going on, what, two years now and hey, you as an artist you know um you know you, you got to get out there and meet the people and do shows and, and you guys depend on that how have you been able to uh compensate for for not being able to do shows and things of that nature
1: well um honestly um i just been taking the losses uh just here last month um i had to pay for the sound man and the stage guys and the show the whole show was cancelled, so it's 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 been taking a toll it's, it, there has been like no substitute to just actually fill in. I actually had me and my artist on supposedly the the outside show for the b e t awards in l a uh and then <laughs> we got snatched from now. It's like uh all my opportunities. I had more opportunities here during the COVID than I had like in the last ten years. But it seemed like I've been snubbed by COVID <laughs> all at the same time.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that man. Uh yeah, it's wreaking havoc on everything man. Um but uh man let, let's go back a little bit though for the listeners, you know what I'm saying? Your history goes back quite some time. You know, um I reviewed some of the projects you've been on, man. Um I know the young star Throwed young player. That's one of them. Uh, but also, you you've done a lot of stuff with Screw and uh, member of the Screwed Up Click. When did you get your start in the the rap game? Oh man, I got my start. Man, I was I was
1: 15 years old. man. I was in high school uh, summer summer ninth grade year, and me and my homeboys we we decided to put a rap group together. Uh, my homeboy Gary Schmidt and my homeboy Michael Yo Simmons. You probably know him. He does comedy. He, he's been on uh, Entertainment Tonight with Chelsea. Uh, he's been everywhere, you know, uh, but he does comedy now. But me, Mike Simmons, and Gary Smith started a group called Hard to Obtain, and we were in high school. Our first concert, we opened up for 3-2 uh, and the Convicts. Big Mike and 3-2. Oh,
0: wow.
1: And I was 15 years old. I set the show up. Uh, I I got my my uncle and my my mom owned a funeral home. I borrowed the the, the limousine, <laughs> and we were like high school kids, you know, opening up for Three Two, and Big Mike of the Convicts.
0: That's wild, right there. Did, did Jay Prince? Uh, uh, did he ever holler at you guys and want to get you guys to sign the rap a lot?
1: Um, no, I I don't think um it was a team club, and I don't think uh Jay Prince was around, like, you know, in the in the club scene as much as he, you know, like the latter part of his career, he changed. He became a different, you know, uh, author image. But uh, in the beginning, I don't think he was there. And if he did, I was too young to know <laughs> who Jay Prince
0: was anyway. Yeah. But that's amazing, though. You're opening up for the convicts. You know, rest in peace to 3-2. Um, yes, I you was. Know, those- those guys, I, I thought they was going to go far and, and put out more albums, you know, because that, that Convicts is classic. Um, what, yeah, uh, when did you see DJ Screw? Well, I met Screw at, the, at the,
1: the same exact year. I was 15 years old. And Screw used to DJ parties. Before the Screw takes he, he was all about the parties. And Screw used to DJ parties, and my best friend, By Drew, his 15th is his 15th birthday, and it's, like, I think his birthday is July 8th or July 12th, and it's summertime. We're in high school. Screw DJ the party, and we're just going crazy, and it's like that was July, and screw DJ to all the parties from, like, you know, the last day of school was, like, May 20-something, May 30-something, so it was some people had a party the last week of school. Some people had some parties the first week of summer, and then my homeboy, Baju had his birthday party in Gulf Meadows, which is right across the street from Screw's apartments, Quail Meadows. And once, once you know, we went to all three parties with Screw DJing, and once he did my homeboy by juice party, it was like, man, you know what? <laughs> we see this stuff on BET, we see this stuff on MTV, we need to try to start rapping, and, and, and you know, it kind of began then. So I've been knowing Screw before Screw tapes, you know. I knew Screw when Screw was a DJ. I knew Screw when Screw used to cut hair. You know, he was a barber. I used to ride my yeah. bike down there, you know, this this is before cars <laughs> This was before we had the screw tapes in the car. You know what I'm saying? We used to ride. I was riding my bike from Sage Month to Gulf Meadows and Quail Meadows to, to kick it and, you know. Learn that learn what what, what hip hop was about through you know, through our own eyes, not just through M T V and BET. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to uh I mean, you're working with the uh, at this point 15, fifteen, sixteen, you're working with a guy who's getting ready to set a, a worldwide trend. Now, this is before um, he he was even doing the mixtapes. Was he slowing stuff down already though at that point? Um, to be honest,
1: I I I didn't I didn't actually know Screw as his name, DJ Screw, or by his name Robert Earl. I knew of him. And I knew he was a DJ at my homeboy's party and all these other parties. But the music, I was just getting my foot in the music. He was just getting his foot in the music. And I don't think he had mastered the slowing down at that point. But a lot of people don't know. um, Screwed up music actually comes from the Beastie Boys. Once the Beastie Boys did the Paul Revere song and they played the record backwards.
0: zip, 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 zip
1: they're playing a record backwards, okay? So they're playing a record backwards. So a lot of DJs got the idea at that point to play record backwards. And then they had the song called It's the New Style, where it actually sounds like the song slows down, but the song doesn't slow down. It's actually two different songs, when they put them together, but the pitch was slower. So what everyone tried to do in, this is 1983, what everybody tried to do in 83 was, you know, slow music down. The first song I think would slow down ever was Shouts, shouts, let it all out. Oh and yeah, yeah. A lot of
2: guys A lot of my
1: a lot yeah, exactly. A lot of guys in my neighborhood had that song screwed before of a screw music was ever made. You know, we had we had many, many DJs. Everyone who had techniques could slow music down. And once Beastie Boys did it, everybody, all the DJs, everyone who had techniques they could actually bring the pitch down. They tried it. And, of course, they tried faster, too. You know, songs that were slow, they tried to make them go faster. But I don't think he had mastered it in 89. But that was 89 when I met him. I don't think he had mastered it. But, of course, like I said, everybody was, every DJ. It's like a girl that's in Florida said she started it. She started screw music before school. No, anybody who had Technique 1200 could could slow music down. But screw made it the name screw. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not sure if he was I'm not sure if he was already chopping and doing a whole everything. I, I think that I
0: think he morphed into that.
1: You know, he was a scientist, you know, it took him a long time to get that perfect formula.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he definitely and once he did it got to the point to where uh, you know, people was just buying it up like it was just uh, the newest PlayStation. You know, um Lines around the corner, and what point did you start like uh, going over there and freestyling for them?
1: Okay, so in '89, I hung I hung around all Gulf Meadows and Quail Meadows. All those guys, I hung around all the real original screwed up click guys. I hung around those guys in high school, but in '91 I left, so I moved to Missouri City, and I got up under Faro and Slee and of course. Three two again, you know. That's, three two is my cousin's cousin, so we both share cousins. So you know, he's like family. So I moved in '91 to Missouri City area. I didn't get back in touch with DJ Screw again until '95, '96. And by then, he had a name and everything. And I was like, this Screw? Hey, ain't no Screw. This the same guy? This no, nah, hell no. Nah, this can't be the same. I was like, wow, this dude's name is blew up all <laughs> this whole time, and I've been knowing. This is this same guy. But, you know, dealing with life and going my own route and my own realm and you know, I didn't I didn't get to see the beginning and the start of it because I left, I went to another side of town. Oh. Wow. But God brought me back But God brought me back and we linked up screws like I remember you. I was like, Yeah, fool, I remember you too <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he That's amazing how things glitch. work out So like that, you know.
1: Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, was reconnect. <laughs> it was a beauty. It was a beauty because he was heartbroken. He was at a part where he was heartbroken, you know, with 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 Pat, with Pat doing music and and and, and going to do regular music and not more screw tapes and uh, ESG was in jail. It was like the 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 clique was dying, and, and me, youngster Grace, and Zero had to come rejuvenate. We we're like the second the second wind. Yeah, yeah, you and that, had, I mean, to, uh,
3: that's
1: generally, that's generally going. how things work out. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly.
0: That's just how things work out. Well, well, yeah, amazing. <laughs> it's just a shame that. Um, you know, he was, his life was cut short because uh, he, he was going to do so many uh, big things. You know, um, he had a lot of things in the works. Klondike Cat was out yeah, here after, telling us a lot of stuff. He after was that, DJ, do.
1: that DJ of the Year thing, I was like, man, he got a DJ of the Year award, and New York never gives nobody in Texas award. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't give Texas awards. Once he got that DJ of the Year award from New York, it was like, man. All the Knicks are supposed to be like you know what I'm saying, like you mongers,
0: you know what I'm saying, yeah yeah oh well, they recognized uh, his talent, you know, and it's still uh, copied to this day, um you know, so it was a blessing you were able to uh be a part of that, you know, uh so many people, man, screwed up click you mentioned three two, he was down with you guys, uh you know, so many people over the years. Um, who are some of the guys you know, the Screwed Up Click that you really enjoy Working with uh, over the span Of your career
1: Oh my goodness man it's, Of course 3-2 um, It's like um, When Screw was a part of Big Time Records Screw had a, a whole nother Screwed Up Click You know he had to point blank and um, the PSK thirteen, the twenty, the lights, and all those guys that are part of Big Time Records, along with Pimp C and Bun B, and you know, is it is this a it's a it's a Wu Tang clan, man? It's like retarded. We got Street Military. That's a group they screwed up quick, but they're their own identity. You got Big Mellow. You got Mafio. They got their own record labels and their own companies, and their own identity, but they screwed up. It's just so many people, man. It's just a group of clicks. You got the Botany Boys. You got DEA. You got the Southside Players. <laughs> and these are groups of three or four people. You know what I'm saying? You got the Hurtswood Hardhead. There's about five dudes. It, it's just, I mean, the Wu-Tang Clan, we I actually think we might got them in numbers if you really look at it.
0: Yeah, I think you do too. You know, got uh, like maybe that, we, Danny oh, got, we get, honestly
1: we did got a hundred rappers. We probably got at least at least two solid producers and about three or four new school trying to be producers and DJs. It's like ridiculous, man. The numbers are ridiculous. At least two or three
0: CEOs that we had that. They were within the clique, and then you had uh, all the SPC guys too, because many of them are affiliated. The whole SPC, the, the whole
1: SPC,
0: K. Reno and everyone, Klondike K. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. This is a whole bunch of motherfuckers, man. And it spans around <laughs> the globe. That's the dope thing about you guys too. Is yeah, that it, it's not. It, it goes well beyond the uh, the city limits of uh, Houston you know, um, all over the world. What's it like to um have people all over the world get behind and support you? Oh man, it's beautiful, man. I I love traveling
1: with my SUC shirt. I I, I normally wear I normally wear polos and collar shirts and stuff, but when I travel I gotta wear something from the screw shop and it just amazes me. Oh yeah SUC a whole DJ screw. Yeah, yeah, we know, we do I'm like yeah, I don't listen to it, but they know about it. You know, they might not have it in their dick, but they know about it, and they know the movement when they see it. That's the beauty. Yeah. True indeed. Yeah, I remember True one
0: indeed. time. I
1: remember one time we're going to um, we're going to El Campo, and we all pulled up. We stopped at six ten and got like an exit from the screw shop, and we're gassing up. We're gonna go to El Campo do a show, and. There was no cars at the gas station. We pulled up, all the gas pumps were full, the whole parking lot was full, and the guy pulled up to clean the windows. Screw happened to be riding with me and the guy pulled up at the window of my car to, you know, like clean the windows, you know how the, the panhandlers do. And, Good. you know, he started cleaning my window. I paid him, I gave him some money. He said, Man, y'all, y'all, y'all just stay y'all stay just like y'all, just like y'all is right now, right now. Just y'all stay together just like this, man. This look good, man. Y'all stay together just like this. And the guy didn't know us from a can of paint, you know what I'm saying? But it was just the fact of what our unity, our unity looked like in his eyes. And that's what we had back then, and we could go everywhere and do everything. We didn't need CEOs, we didn't need managers or none of that. We were all doing it ourselves, and. That was the beauty of it man it was it was it was unified, and everybody came under the umbrella and it was all always just clear and cool, you know what I'm saying and that that don't happen now you know on school ground there's a lot of clicks it's a lot of a lot of organizations, it's a lot of companies, but they're clear and just they're unified it's crazy how somebody who really didn't talk and really didn't move and really didn't point and say, "Do this, do that," and all that how he could you know, how he could just orchestrate all that and keep everybody at peace.
0: Yeah, nowadays it seems like uh, everybody is just uh, divided on every fucking level. You know, I mean, you um, just look at everybody. Dipset, I mean, you look
1: at all yeah. the major groups. You got Dipset, you got uh, Maybach Music, you got all the, all these companies that get broken down and broken up. Every uh, All the artists, they turn on each other. The G Unit is is. It's crazy Yeah it is man and I, understand, uh, I understand everybody can't eat off the same table Everybody can't eat off one plate But at the same time That 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 unity that, that he brought to the table Like he, he was a mob figure And you know he didn't shoot nobody He didn't have to kill nobody But he was a mob figure And everybody respected him And that was a beauty yeah.
0: of it Well he, he was very humble Um very, very. And I think people uh, You know they, uh, They're they not used to that Because a lot, a lot of times A lot of cliques break up There's a lot of ego involved A lot of um, You know A lot of people Got the crab in the bucket mentality Where he was someone Who was bringing people together Like you said He was trying to um, You know Unite people You know And do something good For the culture You know So that's uh, Yeah you're 100% right About that man um, we see that a lot though uh, In different cliques Like uh, I think in 3-6 Mafia That was the guy that brought people together Was Lord Infamous You know before he right. died They got to before bring back the with, group uh, Yeah right. um, <clears throat> You know there, there, There's certain people out there They have that quality You know to unite But uh, I'll tell you what we're going to do Let's go to a song And uh, then we'll come back and chop it up some more Um uh, Man, we got uh, we got a few over here. We got uh, Time is Money. We got Spaceship. Um, which one do you want to go with first? Oh,
1: man, I want to go with Time is Money, man.
0: Time, time is, is Money. money this cause... is a new one, right? Uh, this is available right now?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This came out uh, here in the last year. Uh, video available, and you, and you can stream it
0: also. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, man! You heard that? People uh, go watch this and stream it. Support. We'll be right back with the screwed up clip. Don't go nowhere. Time is money. Murder Master Music Show. <laughs> <laughs> Video on YouTube, Um, yeah, man. That's uh, you got you got longevity in the game, man. Um, You know uh, what keeps you making music? A lot of guys, man, they drop a couple albums and they're done. And what's kept you in it the last couple decades, brother? Oh man,
1: I can honestly say just the just the love of music, you know. Yeah. And first, first and foremost, I'm a musician. You know, in elementary. In elementary school, I, I played the <clears throat> I played the trumpet. So you know, my mindset is I'm an artist. I rap. You know, I try to produce other people's music. But I'm in my mindset. I'm still a young little kid playing a trumpet. But instead of playing music off the sheet, I'm writing my own raps, and my voice is the trumpet. Yeah.
0: So it stems from 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 the early childhood all the way to this day. I mean, music is something that I think everybody needs in life, you know. Um it 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 just makes shit better, you know. Well, what would you do what would you do
1: if the music stopped? I mean, what I'm mean, just, oh, real, yeah, you know, life mean. is life is life is life is a, a beauty. Life is all everything with the right song, the right food, the right wine, you know, the moment, the ambiance, the the right view and the tune's just playing, what what happens if the music just stops?
0: Oh, it'd be horrible. <laughs> it would be very, very boring, you know.
1: Yeah, it'd be uh, monotonous and chaos, a lot of chaos.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. Um, now, uh, Houston, you know, uh, like we was just Talking about some of the people that came up out of uh, Houston. What was it like watching, like the, uh, you know, the ghetto boys and, and uh, you know uh, people like that come up to see uh, the oh, city man, get that kind of shine?
1: Crazy. Oh man, it's it's crazy because you know that's really that's really my my relevancy. You know, that's really extra edge of you know encouragement to to keep going and pushing is those guys and, and what they did. You know, you think about mind playing tree Me," going platinum, gold, no video, no radio play, no budget, just hear country rap tunes right in your face, boom, just like that. It, it's awesome. The uh, I, I, I mean, just, I grew up on the street military. I grew up on the, if you just look at it, flee from street military went to Willow Ridge, Three two went to Willow Ridge. Scarface went to Willow Ridge. I went to Willow Ridge. Grace went to Z- Willow Ridge. Zero went to Willow Ridge. There's so many. There's so many artists. Tony Draper went to Willow Ridge. Uh, Def Jam Blaster went to Willow Ridge. Uh, the P- Crazy C went to Willow Ridge. It's just the producers of all the all the epic people of the 80s and the 90s. It was a it was a regime, and it's like you know, it's like Miami University sending people to the pros, you know. It was a, a, a training camp. And for me to be in that realm and me to be right beneath them, right up under them, you know, right behind their, each step I took, that I was following their footsteps. Oh, man, I can't. It is just crazy. It is ridiculous, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, this two days ago, yesterday, the day before yesterday, everybody and their mama Halloween fell on a weekend. Everybody yeah. and their mama, every state, everywhere. This yeah. year, Halloween oh, yeah. fell on the weekend. Everybody, everywhere, going ham. Man, it's crazy. And,
3: then every,
1: year, <laughs> and every year, and every year, you know, it it may fade away for a second, but you know. In retrospect, you know, music, life is a circle. And it just, it just
0: keeps coming back. Stronger yeah, stronger. Face, uh, you know, his son stepped up and, and gave him a kidney, man, gave him a new lease on life. So that was yes, good yes, because, sir. Uh, because the Ghetto Boys, man, uh, in 17 and 18 took back-to-back hits, Ready, Red and Bushwick Bill, that's half of that four mugshot cover, you know. Correct. Correct. Um, and uh, you know, half of the making trouble cover, you know. Um, so, yeah, Red Red and Bill was on the show plenty of times. Man, they were real humble individuals. You know, did you ever get right, to meet right. Bushwick Bill?
1: Did I? Of course, I did. That I, I, what I, was that I, like. I, um, oh man, he he's Yoda. That's Yoda. Yeah. He's real life Yoda, man. I grew up. Yeah, I grew up you know, on the southwest in Missouri City after I left the southeast side with him. And, man, Bushwick was, whew, he was a dude, you know. He was a roster. He was a, a, a knowledgeable. He was a 3rd eye type of guy. He was a wisdom type of dude. And, and if you were on the southwest side and running through your day-to-day, you had to run through him and see him. Now, that's my OG, man. I used to cut his son's hair, everything. You know, this, this, goes, this goes real deep. He had his um his last albums he was trying to produce. He was working at uh at the same studio, uh Sugar Hill Studio, and you know, his last days, you know, I did get to see him and visit with him and, and, and crack jokes and fuck around with him in the studio. Yeah, that's my OG man. I've been following when when they made mine playing tricks on me is when I started my career, man. That at that very moment. Is when I started rapping. Of course, I did. I wrote raps in junior high and seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. But ninth grade summer and that song came out. I was like, "Shit, it's time It's time to go. Let's go, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> everybody line up. Yeah. Let's go." Yeah, yeah I, I, Bushwick, I, um, uh, I kicked it with I kicked it with Bushwick man. And he tried to. Do, I think he like tried to do three albums before he passed away. And wow. he, he he tried to do three albums before he passed away, and they're gospel and rap, and he was trying to put it in his kid's name and the whole nine, man. And, and, you know, I every time I seen him, I gave him bud, I smoked with him. I chilled and chatted with him and talked with him. I've been following those guys since I was a kid. 3-2, I've been following him since I was a kid. Pharaoh from Street Military, I've been following these guys since I was a kid. I've been knowing Pharaoh since I was eight years old. But uh-huh. just like I say in life, I, I, I moved in so many. I moved, I moved. I went to eleven high schools. I went to eleven schools by the time I dropped out of school in twelfth grade of high school. Eleven different schools, so I was all over the place. And when I was a kid, I met Pharaoh in Third Ward, and I ended up meeting him again in Missouri City, where I met also I met Lee and KB of Street Military and all those guys. And I ran, I ran behind those guys after I run, after I was running behind Screw. In, in, in Gulf Meadows, I I wanted to the move to the other side of town, and I ran behind street military, and it was just man, like I say, man, I I, I was right up under these guys, and it's just like, come on, man. They're like, man, you, ain't, why you why you from. why you act this way? Why you act that way? I'm like, bro, I just come on, bro, I just come on. All the guys that I know that, I mean, like, like Pharaoh's in jail, man, and he's like one of the most talented people, and and and, and for them. Me, for them not to be able to live their dream and not do it, I know they can do at a level that they could do it at levels like Data Kiss and that I, I, it hurts me. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of what keeps me going. You know, keeps me thriving. Like guys like Kay Reno, man, these guys are tal. Kay Reno is as talented as Eminem, or maybe even you know on a different level because his mind spectrum, his wisdom. Yeah, and, and, seven albums in one day. Seven albums in one day. Come on, man! A lot of these guys, in, like I'm on your, I'm on your podcast right now. Every time I'm on someone's podcast, this is what I say. I say the same thing because these are the guys that raised me, and I'm their student. And yeah. it's like, like Bruce, it's like Bruce Lee not <laughs> not acknowledging his master, or, or, or like uh, uh, Danielson not, uh, you know what I'm saying, not honoring Mr. Viaggi, Come on, man. It's impossible. I can't do it. I wasn't raised like that. I was raised right in the realm of it. I know these guys are just as good as the East Coast and West Coast. We may not get the recognition. They may not make the money. But in my heart, my mind, and my soul, you know, I
0: know what's right and what's real. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the fans of these guys, we know, too, because uh, we bought these records and, you know, you're 100% right, man They they could, uh, I mean, K Reno, man He can annihilate anybody in a versus battle, I think um, Wow But they uh, they don't want to let him in, in the game, man Because he speaks that real shit, you know
1: Right, right, right
0: But, uh, yeah, man, you definitely um, You know, you've had a, a phenomenal career yourself Let's give him another song Then I'm going to bring my brother Sim from France He's going to go digging way back in the archives With a few questions Um, this next one here, we got a spaceship. Uh, why don't you tell us about this one?
1: Okay. This one is spaceships and, uh, you know, like all the guys, you know, like George Clinton and Boosie Collins, they all fit the mothership. They all, everyone always talks about going to space and, and you think about the the whole ram of the car being a spaceship, I just decided to, you know, what you do, you know, we we get high, we smoke, we drink, we elevate, and we kind of take off when we get in our vehicle. So I made a song about the H-Town culture of riding on swangers, and I put the swangers on my spaceship, and I blasted off. 2020, I did a, you know, I tried to do a NASA look. I had a on, looked like that. Looked like I had the Galaxy Girls in the face, you know. I tried to take it to Mars, and I, you know, I just tried something different, you know. Um, it was during the during COVID, and everybody was in the house, and everybody was locked up. Hollywood was closed down, so I said, okay, Hollywood closed down. I'm gonna break up, open the, you know, the hoodie wood, the Woody wood. So, you know, I I got in my director mode. I got some Galaxy Girls. I got 15 girls, all of them, and you know. They nice galaxy suits. I got me and my, a couple of my homeboys. We had on the space suits and we went to Mars, man. I did it big, man. You know, I tried to try to change, you know, from you know, every every everything right now is dumbed down. Everything is in the club, strippers, guns, a whole bunch of money. And I'm like, that ain't all music, that ain't all that hip hop that represents, disrespecting the women and all that. So I had a lot of women. And only had a few dancers, and it was nice, and it was classic, and it wasn't, you know, raunchy and disrespectful. On, um, you know, the way hip hop is going right now, like I said, like you said about K. Reno, you don't get the recognition. A lot of us don't get the recognition because we're real stand-up men, we're real stand-up family guys. I'm a damn grandpa, you know what I'm saying? We're real gentlemen in, in, in a form and fashion, and where the direction hip hop is going is, is make going left turn. You know, guns, shooting, each other, fighting, waste your money in the club. You know, and I said, let's go different, right turn, right turn, Albuquerque, (laughs) let's turn, let's turn, let's go different, and I'm an old head, so I said, let me do something spacey, act like we're going to go to space, and I think I, I came out with, you know, a nice hit.
0: Oh yeah, hell yeah, man That's what I'm talking about Much respect to you And I'm an old head as well, man uh, uh, And it's an honor that uh, Brothers like yourself Still putting out dope music to this day So let's give them this spaceship With Will, we'll be right back Don't go nowhere
2: I got some swingers on my face, 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 This is about to me.
1: Come and take around wow. me. Nothing other than the piece.
2: If I can take you at the galaxy. I got some swingers on my face,
1: face, 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 I know y'all face,
2: hate the way I read, Come and take around me. Right.
1: Everybody got their own If I can right? take you at the
2: galaxy. I got them on my spaceship. Patience, patience, patience. Come and take them out of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, love, and oh, love, I can take oh. you out of galaxy. Hey. Hey. I got them on my spaceship. Patience, patience, patience. Come and take them out me. But you know, I'm going to bring the 90s back with I ain't cost a quarter key. Got an
1: antique, just a chart of me. Inside ways for your daughter, be, Got a little bag of in Georgia Peach. Putting's ugly, don't bother me. I swing up in the retardedly. Ripping
2: wood, chilling with the woods. Uplab bitches a car to me. All gas, no stopping me. Back wood for the broccoli. way the trunk for the mockery. Leather wheel, I'm a mahogany. My old school got a facelift. The inside like a spaceship. 10-12s on base here. Turn it up, watch the flakes
1: chill. So in the no I'll cast no low jazz. You know they know that got a wheelchair, my flow mat. Left, right, make a body rock. Paint looking like a lollipop. In the two getting miley wild if he put his hands on my anxiety pie. Places so spacious All I do is take trips with swingers on my space.
0: Me Sin, from France. I wanna uh thank you Sim for setting this show up. Uh you there, brother Sin? Yes, sir. yes,
3: yes sir. Yeah. hi Scott. Hi, uh this i David Wood of the Scooter Cake, yes. Um, <clears throat> how came your, your name uh, Wood? Uh, I know about your your albums, the Big Bone Chapes in ninety seven and uh because the idea of the colours of the bab trees. How came your name wood? I got my name
1: from my street. So when I grew up mm-hmm. as a kid I lived on a lot of streets that correlated with wood. I grew up on Hammerwood, oh, yeah. I grew up on I grew up on live oak and Third Ward. I grew up on live oak. I grew up on Hammerwood, I grew up on Woodfair, I grew up on Brazewood. I grew up on Lockwood, I grew up on Heatherwood. All these were names of streets, and it always correlated to, you know, I'm a, I'm a hustle, but I don't want nobody to know my real name because I don't want my mama or my auntie or my family to find out I'm out here in the streets hustling. So I just said, call me Wood, Wood, just call me Wood, Wood, and... Every street I hustled on actually had a wood on the street and the street name, Heatherwood, Featherwood, Hammerwood, Woodfare, Lockwood, Brazewood. All these were my streets. And my neighborhood was Kirkwood. You know, when I when I met Screw, my neighborhood was called Kirkwood. And it just, it, every time, I, it always came back to me. So I chose that name as, my street name, The Hustle, so my auntie and my mom wouldn't find out, you know. I had people come and ask me, and they'd be like, who is that? They come and ask me, and I'd be like, I don't know who that is. Who is that? I don't know that. My name's is Quentin. <laughs> and I, once I started rapping, I, I started rapping. I, I, I had a name. Uh, my first group was hard to obtain. My name was k and then it was uh, Dakota Sleep, and then, you know, I, after I matured and got like 17, I was like, you know what, my name, my street name Wood. At 17, I was like, my street name Wood. But at 15, my name was uh, Slick, Dakota Slick. And I changed to Wood after, you know, I moved to a couple neighborhoods, and boom. the I went from Kirkwood to Hammerwood. And I was already yeah. rapping, so I said, you know, my street name's going to be Wood. And that's, that's how I chose that name.
3: Yeah. Uh, you was part of uh, a group who have um, a cult following who was a half-dead organization, uh back in the day in 96, and uh, it was yeah. a, a real hardcore album. Reminded me of the of the, bio, of the vibe of the uh, Kunal Element at the same time in 96, and it was your yeah. first collaboration with uh, uh, Johnny Palmer Entertainment. Can I tell us about um, this group and uh, how you met the eldest guy in it? Oh man, like
1: I said, it's it's crazy uh, how, like I say, life is a full circle. So, uh, uh, when I lived on Live Oak, I lived across the street from a lady named Miss Audrey. Miss Audrey used to babysit me, and Miss Audrey's grandson, who was my same age, was Adrian Smith, Smitty Rose, and. When I moved to went from Dobie to Willow Ridge, you know, I'm in I'm in the cafeteria one day and I got on a gap jacket. These other guys got on a gap jacket and we got on the same jacket and it's a distinctive because nobody really wears gap. And it happened to be Agent Smith, and I'm like, Hey Dude, I remember you and he's like, Yeah, I remember your face, I know you and you know, I was like, Your your grandmother used to babysit me, he's like, Yeah, I used to live across the street and we ended up forming a group called I Have Their Organization maybe a year and a half later and they already had the group. It was uh Bo, JP and Smitty and they had the group have their organization and they were uh early into it and I had already been into music with my other group called H two O, Hard to Attain and Grace introduced us. Grace lived on Smitty Street more away and Grace introduced us. Grace uh brought him to my house one day and I was on probation. I had a monitor on my leg, I couldn't go nowhere. And they came to my house like, Come outside and rap. I'm like, Come outside and rap, man, y'all was tripping, man. I just got out there, I'm on probation, man. Y'all was tripping. I was on warfare just going ham and I got locked up in high school and and you know, my reputation Every time I got in trouble my reputation got bigger, you know, and they're like this dude, Grace was like this dude rap, y'all starting a rap group, y'all get this dude, y'all good and I was the fourth member. So we were trying to be like street military. They had four members in their rap group and have that organization had three members, so they came and got me and that was like I was like the last member and it kinda ignited the fire and Johnny Palmer, we um we made a snippet I, I, I used my own money because I was already using, you know, um, kind of the studios and the people from the, the music business before I met these guys. So I was like, I already know where to go. I'm going to spend 300 bucks, 30, $30 an hour. We're going to get 10-hour block. We're going to do a snippet. And once we did the snippet, Johnny Palmer was like, okay, I'm going to invest in you guys. You, 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 you got this far. Y'all doing this much. Y'all got a, a following, a high food following. And Johnny Palmer invested in us. We were uh, going to the same studio as A-Ball, MJG, Street Military, Ace Deuce. Uh, it's a studio called J2. And it was like we went from making a snippet to, man, y'all, y'all make an album. Come on, let's go. And, and y'all ready? And we was like, ah, oh, we was just making a snippet and just trying to feel our way out. And. Johnny Palmer decided to invest in us, and it was, you know, it was our start because um, he invested in have that organization, and he invested in my wood against the grain, my first solo album. And without right, these right. people, without these people, I, I wouldn't even exist. You know.
3: Yes, and the songs were very deep, like uh, "You can tell Kill Me," "My Confusion," uh, and especially "Time." Time
1: was very message. tell It's crazy because I just played. We just played um, time, my song, my new song. I just played the time is money and and back then, yeah, yeah. had their organization. We were always on conscience. We were conscious rappers. We're gangster rap, but we're conscious. And and the song time was like, you know, it's oh my goodness, I love the beat the bass line, the, the yeah. melody, the, the, the instruments, they're they're kind of different. And you know, that's it, it it's inevitable. You know, the, the clock doesn't stop. The 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 hourglass, you gotta keep flipping the hourglass, you know? And we're conscious rappers, we're rapping about, you know, running out of time. How much time can you use in a in a mindset? How much, you know, time that should you use on a particular idea goal or whatever, and we're just kids, but we know we're trying to do what bones, thugs, and Harmonies were doing, you know, and being ahead of the time. We had a song called The World, What Is The World Coming To? And we wrote that song, it was 9-5, and What Is The World Coming To? And we wrote that then, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) wow, The, the meaning of it is ridiculous right now. You know, it, it meant something back then. Right. I was talking about babies having babies, the government's crazy. These are the lyrics, you know, and, and I'm looking like the same thing is just magnified. And 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 a lot of songs on that right. album
3: are, are are timeless, you know. Yeah, that is timeless. Such a a job was right world, and we can we can heard again. And uh, how? How we you guys the idea of the of the crazy cover with the mirrors and, uh, made by Pen and Pixel graphics.
1: Oh, man. I was, man, you know, the craziest part about this whole interview, I was waiting, uh, hoping you guys would ask me that. That mirror, so the sky, the sky, we took a picture for the sky, and Pen and Pixel used that sky on about 10 other albums. A-Ball and MJG used that sky. Everybody used our Sky. That was our Sky. And Pen and Pixel ended up using it on other graphics that people see it, be like, Yeah, let me get that. And let me get that. And my wood grain from the wood against the grain. My wood grain was on everybody. Lil Wayne, Master P a lot of people everybody used my wood grain and go that something I created at Pen and Pixel. But that album to have their organization, that mirror, the mirror with the skull on it, that was Johnny Palmer's Grandmother's mirror, and right. I think that was like all I think that was all he had from her at that point in time, and that was Johnny Palmer's grandmother's mirror, and he's like, "We are gonna put this on the album cover." I'm looking like, "Bruh, we ain't putting that on our album cover. You tripping? I don't know what you talking." He's like, "Man, my grandmother, yada 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 yada." Like, man, you tripping. We all looking at each other like, man, dude, tripping. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, in all respect, you know, we decided to use it. And the sky, the mirrors, and the water, we were trying to correlate. um, The name was Half Dead Organization. So uh, a lot of people believe in hell or heaven. A lot of people don't believe in hell or heaven. Then you got people that believe in purgatory. So we kind of like... Had everything sitting in the sky, like you know, that's half that organization. We're like, are we going to heaven or hell? Suspended in the sky, and we used his grandmother's mirror, and it was oh man, it was just totally different from what everybody was doing. And of course, pen and Pixel was crazy with their graphics back then. So it just oh man, it was it was ridiculous. A lot of people are like man, I like I like yes. it, I like it. I like it. it was just so many, so many. Y'all shouldn't have did that, man. that re- That's devil worship, duh, duh, duh. I'm like, man, that's that man's grandmother's, <laughs> that's his grandmother's mirror. Something she used day in, day out. You know, we have mirrors over sinks and we use that. But, you know, women are different, you know. That was her hand held, something she held with her hand. And I know how precious it was to him. So I couldn't say, nah, we're not
3: using that for my album cover. Yeah, and uh, on um, against the Grand, you guys the same with a brown also with a yellow car. What was the car in it, and uh, how did the idea of the cover also?
1: So on again, that that cover, um, I had nothing to do with it. Johnny Palmer and I was actually one of the only artists on two labels at one time, so. I was on Johnny Palmer yes. Entertainment and they uh actually had a uh, conjunction with Straight Proper Records. So yes. Johnny Johnny Palmer pulled up with the yellow yellow he pulled up the yellow and blue Fubu shirt and uh Andre Andre was the CEO of Straight Proper Records. Andre pulled up with um uh Jackie yes. his, his, he pulled up with Jackie's yellow Dodge Prowler. The no prim, it was a Plymouth Prowler. He pulled up with a yellow Plymouth Prowler. So I got one CEO pull up with a yellow prowler. I got another CEO pull up with a yellow shirt. And they're like, We hope this matches what you got on already. <laughs> let's go. And I was like, Okay, I can't deny it. Let's go. Let's run it. Yellow ain't my favorite color, but let's go run it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and then, then was uh, the CEO of uh, Straight Profit uh Recom, Right,
2: which,
3: right. Um, it was then Denden and Andre.
1: Yeah, it was then, then and yeah. Andre. They were CEOs of Straight Profit and Johnny O was Johnny Palmer was the CEO for Johnny Palmer and I had a um uh, I actually had a merger with those two guys for my album. I needed yeah. I needed three CEOs. I needed one CEO wasn't enough. I needed
0: three. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you 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 bet the song was pure gamble funk, uh it was the anthem uh, Against the Grain at the end. Can you tell us about this one with the get and the production was re gamble?
1: Oh man, that's the that's the same guy from the spaceships. That's E Man, E Man uh-huh. bring the beat back. That's E Man. Eric E Man Hollis produced that song, man. It's called Against the Grain and my album was called Against the Grain. And I chose to go against the grain when I produced it by not rapping on it because the music was so beautiful. The guitar was so melodic. And I said, I cannot, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to rap one verse and I'm just going to let the music play. And I was like, man, you tripping, man. You should do this, 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 this. I was like, all that sounds good, but nothing sounds better than that guitar just playing and, uh, that's the first time I ever did it. I just rap one verse and let the song play all the way out because it, it, the music. Yeah, like I said, I told you I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artist first. I'm a trumpet player, so instruments move me more so than rap, and I couldn't rap over that beat, the whole beat. I could not do it.
3: Yeah, you uh, <clears> must <throat> part of of course the Click. But just before DJ crew, there was a DJ uh, who was name Darryl Scott, who was a legend over there. And uh, yes, he was spinning yes. records in the Southside clubs of uh, Houston Club Mogul, Ray Bennett. Uh, did you met him at the time, uh, Darryl Scott? He was a legend. Oh, yeah. But very underrated now. Yeah, he, he was the first to to tell DJ crew about tape holes in France. Yeah, he cut so, up a new so, tools like a phone trunk, quick order. Tell us about him.
1: So, Daryl Scott was the DJ school before DJ school. Daryl Scott was a legendary 8-town right. DJ. He um, he had numerous amounts of mixtapes. He was the DJ Khaled. He was the DJ Who Kid. He was the, the, the DJ who made mixtapes, and everyone had them. They were numbered. Screw numbered his different. School had a name and numbers, but Darryl Scott, all his was numbers. They had 33 and a half, 30, 30. It was numbers. It was number system so, so similar to the number system of the, the turntables. You know, you got 33 and a half, and I guess the 45 and all that. So he numbered them from one all the way up. And my brother was in a DJ coalition. My brother used to DJ at KTSU with. with um, Luscious Ice and King T. King T lived in Houston. King T was a DJ also before King T went back to Cali. King T lived in Third Ward, and all these guys were DJs. And Daryl oh, Scott yeah. was the top DJ, and and Screw mimicked Daryl Scott's style. So what Screw did was he did what Doctor what Doctor J was to Michael Jordan. Daryl Scott was the DJ, DJ Screw, so DJ Screw mimicked. Daryl Scott's style, and he implemented the slow music, but Daryl Scott did it, but he only did it on one song, but Screw emulated doing it to a full CD, a full full tape, and it was ridiculous, you know, Um, it's like it's (laughs) it's just like passing the torch, it's like from Drew Bledsoe to Tom Brady, it's like from from uh, Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, it's like from Joe Montana to Steve Young. It's that—that's what Daryl Scott is to DJ Screw and, Darryl, and DJ Screw studied. DJ Screw studied uh, uh, Michael Price. Michael Price is another one of my homeboys Boy. in Third Ward, who 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 was screwing music before slowing down music before DJ Screw became famous. Boy. And you know, that, and both these guys are from Third Ward. They're from the neighborhood where I grew up, and. It's just that's that's the culture, you know, and the sip and the serve, the slow music, it all came together and screw magnified it and he personified it and and, and he found himself, you know, that's where he molded and found himself. Daryl Scott tried it, he did it on one song. Michael Price used to do it on uh, now, Michael Price I used to ride the bus with Michael Price. Michael Price had a screw that he would spin Inside of his Sony Walkman, the, the, one of the first Sony Walkmans that was kind of, it had a lot of rubber on it. You could go swimming with it and it wouldn't get wet. Michael Price had that particular Sony Walkman and he tightened up a screw inside of the Walkman to make the screw slow down. So at first, he would wait till the batteries go low. And that only lasts for, you know, like maybe 15% of the battery life. You know, it's, it's playing at a ger, 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 at a slow down pace, and that's where he found it. He, he found that sound when his battery's going down. So he learned to spin and tighten up the screw on a Sony Walkman, and he played like that while the battery was was you know while the battery was at eighty five hundred percent. And Daryl Scott and DJ School got together, and Daryl Scott mentored School on how to school and what songs and how to catch the tempo and chop it up. And it was it's just beautiful how it morphed, you know. Screw school, school put together, yeah. um you know, that's what you have to do. Like my whole rap style is Scarface, Spice One, Rock Kim. That's my three two. That's my whole my whole rap style is five different artists, you know, and that's how I came up with myself. And that's the same way School made himself. You know, he got the Daryl Scott mentality on the mixing, the cutting, the scratching and putting songs together, formatting and all that. And then Michael Price got to slow down and he morphed all that together to make himself. And it, it would not have happened without, you know, all all those people, Michael Price, AK-47, DJ Screw, Daryl Scott. We Without those four people, we wouldn't even know uh, what a screw music is. You know, everyone could slow it down. Every technique, technique. My brother had technique t- turntables in '83. He could slow it down. Everybody can slow it down, but to actually make it to where the whole thing you are your head on time, man, it's, it's hard work. And without Daryl Scott, it wouldn't be. Without Michael Price, it wouldn't be. Without DJ AK47 and DJ Screw, it would not be.
3: Right. You got a collaboration for a long time with uh, the late Dad Boy Grace, and he was very talented, I uh, think, about the song One Life to Lie with Aldi. Uh, can you tell us about Dad boy Grace was a legend in the, in the
1: screwed-up clique? Man, that Boy Grace is crazy, you know. Me and him, we like brothers, you know. I... Uh... I taught him how yeah. to rap, and he introduced me to everybody. He, he, Him and Big Jet, the one who reintroduced me back to Screw. I would have never met Screw again in my life unless I went to buy a tape. But him and Big Grace reintroduced me to Screw. Grace introduced me to half-dead organization, you know? Dr- Grace introduced me to Den from Straight Profit. I taught Grace how to rap, right. man. I came from the east side and right. I was already rapping, and I and I taught Grace how to rap, and and he introduced me to everybody, you know, like we said about Screw and, and a lot of people. Grace was the one who could bring everyone together. He brought a lot of us together, you know. That was my brother. I used to. <laughs> I used I I used to That's sleep funny. in his daddy. I used to sleep in his daddy's car, man. His daddy had a broke down car A Bonneville outside their house On some more Way So you got Adrian Smith In the middle of the street Two houses down You got Johnny Palmer Four houses down You got Grace All these people stayed on one street Adrian Smith right. Johnny Palmer That boy Grace On one street
3: <laughs> That's crazy All right uh, you did also a song with Jung uh, young in uh, in two thousand and eight on uh under one hundred volume three Can you tell us about this one by the j Which song uh with a uh, young you did um, it was a a fetcher same uh you you came with the name woody wood Oh yes, oh yeah,
1: that was, two, was, uh, oh, yeah, was 2008. that was um yeah two thousand eight yeah. uh, uh we uh met i met these people in the super Bowl and they were like this this guy is um he's he's not he's not hot hot, but he's gonna be hot, and I was like, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and <laughs> he 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 rapped different. He had a different lingo and all that, but I never know he was going to blow up, but he blew up. And he blew a big as CI, yeah. but I didn't know.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: Um on on what's a album or something tape you you work on now? You would have uh, release a new album or something?
1: Oh uh, yeah. I have a a new album is coming out Oh my goodness I got Zero I got K Reno Oh my goodness It's gonna be a good one I took my time hey, On this one It's gonna be a full one The last two projects I dropped were EPs This one's gonna be an LP It's gonna be a full album
3: And uh, my, my Four life. videos Yes yeah. Okay, it it was very cool to have you on the show and uh, tell your story uh tell the story of Club Click and your story too. And uh I give you the floor for promote uh uh all your uh, Instagram or Facebook or something if you have a dedication to do and uh it's you away.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. You can find me
1: at S U C Wood is S U C underscore W O O D on Instagram and on Facebook you can find me at Quentin Wood Brown and that's K U E N T I N W O O D B R O W N Quentin Wood Brown and that's on Facebook.
3: Okay, right. Right. It was a good show on um uh... Uh, everything was good And we will finish with uh, Like we said uh, just before So some time of uh, How that organization The timeless song <laughs> The timeless
1: the <laughs> the time song
3: Okay the time. and, also you can, and also you can Find my yes, uh,
1: videos My videos are on YouTube At Wood of the S.U.C. Mm-hmm. You can check out my videos on YouTube At Wood of the S.U.C.
3: Right. Okay. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Time. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Wait a second.
4: Main attractions for the action, sitting in luxury and satisfaction, relaxing, you Can't take no chance for a late reaction. This got me in isolation and concentration with initiation in my organization, the killer corporation. or paper maker, makers, wide breakers, rappers and jackers. Doing our bad actor, spitting your week, bloody and backwards. And it changed me to see my homies lose light. In a second, now stepping with my whipping. And <laughs> I get a grip, then I click, I get a feeling body back Then I drag out my ammunition, a lyrical ecstasy I'm on a propology with a half-head mentality Who's doing that constantly, without a doubt And my time is running out <laughs> Gotta get my to the hard times in a minimum wage Don't pay what I need Millie really time started by heating up cups and serving that dust of them fiends Cause I just gotta get paid And I'm out way Every day Thinking no way to win My face always got a grin Cause my pocket's getting no so thin I'm sprinkling this under a profit Of a waste of a living Thinking about robbing this ceiling Then I be thinking About ending up in prison I'm a liberal magician
2: Living under critical conditions With my prior decisions came my criminal convictions But now I suggest progress And I act with the impress Every day my mind's a oh mess. Gotta ask the Lord to bless Every move I make Gotta contemplate Gotta end